Scotus. It's the Backroad Talk Show. All right. Thanks for joining us on the Backroad Talk Show. It's me, Bark, and uh, not to my left, but to my far, would it be right, I think, in West Virginia? <laughs> yeah, my, northeast. Nor- northeast. North, yeah. To my far right, northeast way. Uh, Neil from the Back Row Fantasy Show is talking to me on the Back Row Talk Show. And we wanted to talk a, a plethora of musical things, but uh, mainly who the title goes to for the best American rock band not any other country not any other you know providence american rock band and it gets dicey but before we start delving into that i i do want to say happy tool day yesterday i'm a major tool fan they released the title track off their upcoming album fear inoculum uh 13 year hiatus i was a little scared to listen and when i put it on I was listening on computer speakers. I was a little disappointed because I couldn't get all the nuances and, and the layers of their music. And then I got in my car and I was like, okay, this is it. And then last night before bed, I listened, you know, one last time. And I was like, oh yeah, that this, this is tool. So, so happy that's coming out. Congratulations, all tool fans that are still alive. You made it. A lot of you didn't. A lot of them are dead because we're all middle-aged men now. Tool fans are middle-aged men kind of crazy but yeah i would definitely have to jam that one headphones i would i would believe first yeah yeah you definitely got to get the full effect that's kind of the tools the kind of band you can't listen to on any just random speaker you know you're not going to hear everything so Uh, uh, yeah people won't get the full experience um through spotify because even like uh, when i'm in the car i can have it turned up all the way and i have premium too and it's still never loud enough. It's not. It's not really that great sounding. And I actually miss CDs for that reason. Yeah, CDs are still. I mean, if you really want to hear, you know, quality and and levels like. And you're right. Whenever I get in the car and listen to something, and I stream it, I use YouTube Music and Google Play Music and Spotify. But I don't pay for Spotify anymore. But like, I can crank my stereo halfway up to get the loudness that I want. But you pop a CD in, and I'm on like a five a six yeah. you know it doesn't take much uh turning of the dial to to get the full effect so i miss cds too i ordered the new tool one pretty excited because i'll just leave that in my car for probably the next two years i would imagine <laughs> i haven't even seen if it's a, if it is available on vinyl yet it's not yet i'm kind of disappointed there but not yet i'm sure it will be but as of right now that's that's a big no mm-hmm. sadly but yeah, I'm super glad that me and Neil are back on here because the first episode was fantastic. Uh, <laughs> Neil Neil being angry is just too much fun, and, and I get angry about stuff too, so yeah. it goes hand in hand. It makes talking about music in particular a lot of fun. But Neil, like you were looking, I was looking, like what do we think about the best American band? Tell, tell, tell the <laughs> listeners what you were just telling me when you went to, to try to find the best American band. I'm just saying that's sad that American bands aren't really that legit, I guess. No. Like, even the ones you think about, like, not saying even they're the best at all, but it's like, even like the Kinks, everybody, they're not American. <laughs> it's no. just, like, you want to say like, oh, let's, no, wait, I can't. What about the beat? Uh, no, I can't. Uh, and, and it just goes, 
on and on. The Rolling Stones, like you, you can't like Sabbath, and, and you can't yeah. even say that. No, I mean, for God's sakes, you can't even say Nickelback. They're Canadian, I think. <laughs> yeah, they are. But luckily, we'd never say Nickelback, anyways. But <laughs> you get into this discussion, and uh, you know, if, if we want to go based off of you know websites, uh, the Doors are a popular pick for the best American band of all time, and and I'm not hating on the Doors, but small body of work and a lesser, definitely a lesser name when you start talking about the Stones and, you know, the the Led Zeppelins of the world, the Kinks. The Doors come in way after those guys to me. So for them to be the best American band oh, is yeah. kind of scary. Like, like 25 to 50 air, um, range probably. Yeah, easily. Especially. Hey, hey, it's like, I, used not, I used to actually hate the Doors back in the day. I'm not a big fan, to be honest. But the thing is, like, I started listening to him, and the, I think Rayman's there, their keyboards. That's the only guy that actually helps the band, in my opinion. I love the keyboards going to town. But besides that, I'm not a big fan. They, they they do have a great keyboard sound. I mean, they were, you know, one of the one of the first bands, in my opinion, to really figure out how to jam out the keyboards and make those a focal point of all the music. But because the bass and everything was on the keyboard, he did yeah. it all. Yep. And I mean, maybe that's why they're ranked number one in a lot of circles when you start talking American bands, but then you've got uh, the Eagles. Like I have a lot of respect for the Eagles, but again, they fall way down the list. If you look at the best bands in the world, Credence Clearwater Revival, again, respect. I love CCR. Me too. I think everybody does, but again, really tough to crown them as like the best American <laughs> band. Like they are good. But when I think of the best bands of all time, they don't pop into my head just like the other two. And if this is, if you want to pour some salt in the American wound, uh, I'm looking at ranker right now, best American bands, Aerosmith. That's pouring salt in the wound. I mean, Aerosmith is solid. They used you know, their early stuff I think was really good rock and roll. But for them to be that high on like a best of all time list is just, I I'm not feeling it. Yeah, hell, even I, I was ACDC just came to mind with they're Australian, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, we can't even say ACDC. <laughs> like it's it's ridiculous. It's absolutely insanity. Uh, Fleetwood Mac, Fleetwood Mac's American. Uh, they kind of they come into the conversation sometimes. I think mm-hmm. so. If you if you want to talk to co-host of the Back Row Fantasy Show, Arms, uh, he he's all about Metallica being the best American rock band of all time. Thoughts on that, Neil? I don't know, man. I I maybe what they've done for like the genre itself, but I don't I don't. Who cares? You know what I mean? I, I don't like I don't like the, I don't like the like what, what six albums probably. How long has um Justice for All been out? Yeah, I mean, long time, it. really long time. And, and yeah, I mean, to me to be the best American rock band, I, I think your catalog has to be pretty strong from top to bottom. And, uh, St. Anger is, is one of the worst rock albums I've ever heard in my life. I, I want to be fair though, because, um, I know they're not an American band, but like people like Rolling Stones, for example, people don't listen to the last four or five albums. No, they don't. So no, I got I got to throw that in there. Even a lot of people like 
even like a lot of the top end groups, nobody listens to like to the last two albums. No, I mean even all the way down to Led Zeppelin, like their last album, no, nobody really paid attention to that. Like you know, sometimes people just take it too far. And to come back to the first thing we talked about with, or that I talked about with Tool, like that was the scary thing about them releasing an album. Like, is it too late? Should they just not do it? Like, has the time passed? Are they just going to taint their legacy by releasing an album that possibly is just irrelevant? Now, granted, I don't think that's possible from the amount of tweets and and posts on social media and and just the talk everywhere. Like, the song is number one on every single chart right now. Yeah, it's sold an insane amount. Yeah, and and it's because, you know, the, the fan base is so strong. But... Metallica's fan base, uh, see that, and there's something to be said for a band like that that doesn't, that hasn't released anything that anyone considers to be a bad album. That's a fan. Metallica mm-hmm. has kind of tainted their legacy a little bit with some of the releases that they had. So I, I'm kind of with you. I don't, I don't consider Metallica to be. Now I have to think about them because of the weak list that I'm looking at. You know, with some of these rock bands that aren't considered to be the best in the world, like you kind of have to consider Metallica a little to be in the convo, but I don't think they're close. Yeah. They're not even on this list. Which one are you looking at? The um, ranker also. Oh, I got them at number 10. Uh, oh yeah, they are. Yep. Okay. There they are. Yeah. It, it would be a, I, I will say it would be a travesty if they weren't on the list considering, you know, Van Halen is sixth. <laughs> they, it's weird about the, it's weird about the whole tool thing. though. how like, Everybody was always confused about when is if when and if does going to bring out another album. And this was the last year of their contract, and they had to bring out X amount of albums. So this is the last time they could have brought one out. Are you sure? I, I saw that this one is being released on RCA. I don't think they were on RCA. I think uh, I, I was under the, under the understanding this is the they had uh, they had at least one more album to put out under the record label, and it had to be done by this year. Really? That's I, I what I heard. I could be wrong. I'm gonna have to look into that. Hmm. I hope that's not true because I mean, there's no way it could have been rushed. <laughs> I mean, well, it's no. 13 they, years. They, so they could have been pussyfooting around for you know, four or five, 13 years. Oh, they definitely were for four or five. I mean, they absolutely were, which I don't understand. Maybe I wish I knew more, you know, musicians because I just don't understand the touring. Like Tool has toured every single year for the past 13 years. Like right. they have played live every year for the last 13 years but but no new material like i mean what what comes into play like when does a band decide that you know i I know that things happen like you have trying to get well you you and i know very well how hard it is to get three people together sometimes on the same day in the same hour so i mean i guess it would be tough to get five people in the same place at the same time but then especially again, when business, especially when business and logistics is involved. Yeah. Families. Yeah. Yeah. Very true. But at the same time, it's also their job. Like, you know, <laughs> Lars Ulrich is not going to work at Starbucks after he gets done recording some drum tracks. Like his, <laughs> his job is to record some drum tracks. So I don't know. It, it's, it's definitely confusing how you can go play live for 13 years, but not release anything, but to each their own. I'm, I'm not hating on him for that. But other bands on this list, Nirvana's there. And, and you know, Nirvana's very influential, but short 
I mean, you want to talk about a small catalog. I mean, that's, to me, even Nirvana shouldn't really be in the conversation. They've got what, three albums? Buddy Banks wasn't a full album, so what they got? Incesticide was like B-sides mostly. I don't even count that. Yeah, it's the three albums? Yeah. I think you got Bleach, Nevermind, and In Utero. Right? <laughs> I mean, MTV Unplugged is, is one of the greatest <laughs> albums ever, but I don't think you can... That was the first CD I ever bought. Was it really? Uh, yeah. I uh, I actually watched another American band that I think would have belonged in this conversation if they also wouldn't have put out irrelevant albums at the end of their career. But Pearl Jam, like I watched that, Unplugged. That... Pearl Jam Unplugged to me is the best live performance of all time. And I know that's saying a lot, like, especially when you got Queen, you know, some of the live performances that are on film for that, for them. And Alison Chains is pretty sweet, too. Oh, man, they really were. But I've never seen anybody get so intense and like sing straight from feeling like Eddie Vedder did on Pearl Jam's Unplugged. Like it's it makes my jaw drop every single time I watch it. I actually think they should be higher on this list, really. Pearl Jam? Yeah. I do, too. Uh, They're 14th, according to Ranker. And that's... I I feel like they'd be higher if they would have just... I don't know. They've they've changed their sound up so much over the course of the years. and, And people don't really feel the newer albums. Like, I like them. I think you like them. Yeah, I like the last couple. So do I. But I do understand where people don't because it's not grunge anymore. Like, they are more of a almost soft rock band. Almost like Chicago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pearl Jam is the new Chicago. But I, I still love them, but I do understand. They're probably far down on this list because the last album anyone truly cared about probably was Vitalogy as far as just your everyday casual listener goes. Yeah, very true. Because I, I can't think of anything after Vitalogy that I remember people talking about. Like, people talked about Vitalogy. People didn't talk about what came after. The self-titled with, like, the friggin' piece of fruit on it. Like, the blue background. and what was it? That wasn't... Um, was Yield before that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yield was. That's my bad, definitely. And, and I don't remember people loving Yield, Binaural. Now you got me on the right track. Yield and Binaural. I like those albums, but I didn't. I don't remember people loving them. Also, Chains is it? Okay, there they are. They're 49th. They need to be way higher. <laughs> I was about to be pissed. <laughs> I was like, really? They they need to be way higher. Alice in Chains is like the most <laughs> underrated of all the of all the bands from the grunge era. Like, Alice in Chains was completely original. Like the way that. Uh, Lane Staley and Jerry Cantrell like singing harmony is absolutely amazing. And their new singer is awful. Yeah, he's not that great. Luckily, Jerry Cantrell's there to make it sound like Alice in Chains. But uh, yeah, I don't really like it. I have, I it has grown on me a little bit. I've listened to the last two Alice in Chains albums. Like I gave him another chance after not listening to him, and uh, it's not bad. It's just not. It's hard to accept like that there's a different lead singer. Like if Pearl Jam had new lead singer, there's no way I could listen to that. Well, no, I, I wouldn't even try it. No, <laughs> no, there's a lot of bands that it happens like ACDC did it. 
That's why, yeah. you know, if they were American, they'd be high on this list, but they're not. But they, they did it successfully. I mean, I still like Bon Scott more, but. I figured you would be up in arms about Foo, about, uh, about Foo Fighters being 33rd. Oh, I'm, that's, <laughs> I, I was getting there. I mean. <laughs> so your hands up in the air, it's matter in hell. Uh, yeah, I, I am mad. Like, I. I think their name is the reason that they're down this low on the list, that they have a stupid-ass name. Like, that's got to be what's killing them. But honest to God, their body of work, from start to finish, the first album was a little, you know. That's my favorite one. That's actually the only album of theirs that I like. Man, that that surprises me. I like it, but but to me, it doesn't represent their whole body of work. Like, the first album, Dave Grohl did the whole thing. Nobody else played instruments on that album. Dave Grohl did every single thing on that album. And it sounds great. Like, I think it's a really good post, barely post-grunge album. But, like, as their work progresses, the reason I think they should be way up here, I'd put them at one, honestly. And that's not just because I didn't grow up with Crosby, Steels, Nash, and Young. But I'd put them up there because their body of work has gotten stronger, in my opinion. Like, it... You did? Did you listen to Wasting Light? I have not, dude. That out. That okay. So if the first one is your favorite album, like I challenge you to go listen to Wasting Light. Listen to it like yeah. two to three times, and then then report back to me and tell me what your favorite album. Because the, fir- the first album is kind of darker compared to their newer. St- I mean, not newer, but this stuff after that's why I like this so much. Yeah, yeah, it is, and it is darker. But Wasting Light is uh, it, it's a hard rock album. Like it, it didn't have no monkey wrench on there, you know. No. Like there's none of that crap. So I just feel okay, like they've got. Th- 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 I mean, I'm looking at this list here, of course, and um, it's, I mean, I I I like Hart, but are they really better? Santana, I I, I I mean, he's obviously talented, talented, but I don't like his music. I hate his music. I REM's annoying. I don't like REM either. I. I like with I hate Steve Miller band with a passion. As do I. And like I mean like, I really hate him. <laughs> Almond Brothers band isn't that great. And they're sixteenth. I mean ZZ Top, yeah, they're cool they're cool, but they're thirteenth. No, they're not they shouldn't be that high. No, they shouldn't. I mean, Van Halen deserves a spot at sixth, I think. But they they should be up there. Should Guns N' Roses be higher? Twelfth. I mean like, um Appetite for Destruction is a was the very first tape I ever bought, and I love it. But things like they have technically what three albums? Yeah, I guess their body of work's not that large either. Because Lies Lies wasn't really. I, I guess you can count that, but the, yeah, body of work is that I think. And Chinese Democracy didn't matter. Yeah, it's it past the point. Yeah, and I'm I'm glad Kiss is low. I wish they were actually lower. Yeah, Kiss is more of a gimmick than an actual good rock band, in my opinion. It was just all about the outfits. But, but I think Smashing Pumpkins could probably be higher, but their last couple albums have been eh. Yeah, I like their new one. I, I like Smashing Pumpkins' newest one. I thought it was a really good return to like their melancholy sound. I know this list is missing something like pretty obvious. I just can't think of what it would be. I think Green Day should be higher, but I'm also kind of a Green Day fan. I just kind of think that the way they went from a pop punk band to like an arena, you know, <laughs> arena selling band, you know, they could sell out an arena is what I'm trying to say. 
I mean, that's to me, that's pretty huge for three guys, a three-man band to, to do as much as they've done. I mean, there's a freaking, there was a musical based off an album, you know? So I, I think Green, Green Day's in the Hall of Fame. So Yeah, they are. And they're, you know, 52nd on this list. So that's kind of nuts to me. And why, and why isn't Tool on this list? Because <laughs> they're, cause they're, uh, they're not rock? I don't know, man. I, I mean, I... I think they're closer to rock than they are metal. I think, yeah, they're closer to rock. What about, um, shoot, Rush. Is Rush an American band? I don't believe they are. Well, that's why I don't see them. See, I was about to say, if Rush is on here, like, there's no reason that Canadian Tool, Tool shouldn't be on here. But I, I kind of understand. Tool's not like a super mainstream band. They don't release uh, three and four minute singles you know they've got eight 11 12 minute songs so i guess i kind of get it it's as far as pop culture goes and major major fandom you know tools tools kind of a niche they're kind of in a, a their own little group of fans which is a massive group but you know they're not radio rock most of these bands i'm looking at on here or Radio Rock. I can't believe Jane's Addiction's even on the list. Holy crap, I just saw that. <laughs> I did not see that one. What? Are you kidding me? <coughs> Jane's Addiction. Okay. That's, that's actually terrible. I mean, that represents our country. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of upset about it. I didn't even like Jane's Addiction whenever I was, you know, listening to grunge and was 13 and 14 rocking out in my bedroom. I didn't like them. Yeah, Perry Farrell sucks. Hey, yeah. I, I think so too. I hated that caught stealing song. Like that drove me nuts. That was like an annoying ass song. He's, to me, he he's like a poor man's Iggy Pop or something. Yeah, and I I don't even like Iggy Pop. So I'm okay with Iggy Pop. Well, his, his old punk stuff's fine, but yeah, yeah, the punk stuff was really good. I don't mind the other stuff either. But Paul Revere and the Raiders? Are you kidding me? Who 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 even is that? <laughs> That's you're a band? Up, you're making up names. No, I'm not. Look at number 98 on Ranker. <laughs> Paul Revere and the Raiders. Like, it just makes me think of football. I don't really... The Mothers of Invention. Okay. what What's going on here? The Bengals. Dave Matthews Band. Stab me in the throat. Dave Matthews Band. Seriously? <laughs> I fucking hate that band. <laughs> that, that's how bad... That's how bad this list is. Holy shit. They got Buddy Holly on here twice. Do they really? I know he's like in sixties, and now he's on the eighty seventh. Yep, Buddy Holly and the Crickets. So is the other one just Buddy Holly by himself? Yeah. Oh, okay. Guess that makes. It. Oh, Tool is on the list. Wow, eighty two. Look at that, eighty two. I'll take it. Here's some bullshit right now. Okay, <laughs> Huey Lewis is eighty ninth. Yeah, Huey Lewis is <laughs> Huey Lewis is the damn man. Like, I was listening to Huey Lewis the other day. Like, if you are in a shit mood and you just want to be happy, put Huey Lewis on. Like, no, nothing will cheer you up quite like Huey Lewis in the news. Not to mention American Psycho is just such a great movie. And there's so many Huey Lewis references. Um, I can, I can make so many changes to this list. For one, I'd move Tool up. I would move Nine Snails up. I would, yes, Nine Snails definitely needs to move up. I forgot about that. The Pixies are on there. Yeah, he's from Cleveland. Yeah. Pixies are on there. That surprises me. I'm okay with that. Like I don't I don't know if they belong, but I kinda like it. 
I don't know why I always thought that Jack White was from, not from America. Really? Yeah, no. Yeah, I, don't know why, I don't know why I thought that. Totally American. Hmm. Absolutely. America? The band called America <laughs> is on the American Top 100. Not the shock. The offspring. <laughs> the freaking offspring is on this list. Okay, that's... Listen, I have a special place in my heart for the yeah, offspring. I like them. Me too. But do you think they should be on the top 100 best American bands? Above Nine Inch Nails and above Tool. Above Tool and Nine Inch Nails. <laughs> I, yeah, that's. I don't get that. I'm going to go ahead and click the arrow. That's the first time I've clicked it. Uh, I'm trying to move the offspring down the list. That uh, That's blasphemous. Like, I like them. You know, I really do. I actually like them. I'm pretty much... I say the offspring. I actually... Every album I've heard of theirs, I actually like. Me too. Yeah, they they, they they never really disappointed me. I mean, a couple of their singles are kind of trash. You know what I mean, but like, pretty fly, obviously. Oh, it's awful. But that, the rest awful. of the album's pretty damn solid. Yeah, it is. I mean, it really is. I I, I still love Ixnay on the Ombre. That's still one of like my like I could pop that on at any time and be happy. Like I just really like that album, which I liked all of them. But the thing is, the the best song on that album got ruined by Five Figure Death Punch. So, which one was it? Going away, I didn't know they did that. I'm sad. Yeah, Five Figure Death Punch literally copies every song, so Good yeah, they God. did it. See, I don't. I refuse to listen to anything they do, so that must be why I never heard. I've, I haven't listened to song, but I decided they did it. Ugh. Now I'm going to listen to it just to see how terrible it is. The B52. They, they recently did that. They copied Blue and Black also and re, and released it as a single. Oh come on! <laughs> That's all they ever do. That's why they're literally the worst. I, yeah, they suck. I'm glad that you don't like them because you like a lot of bands. If I, I can't stand that. So, I, mean, I don't like I don't like bro metal. Yeah, that's exactly they, what that is too. And they literally just copy songs. I mean, I, I can literally think off the top of my head right now that they have five singles that are that are copies or covers. Yeah. I mean, what does I say about your group? I'm like, every time you release a new single, it's a cover. Oh God. Um. Okay. So Neil, th- this is a uh, this is way off topic. This goes to our back row fantasy show, but Duke Johnson was just traded to the Texans. Wow! Yeah, I bet Lambert's happy. Oh, I'm not. I had Duke Johnson. I traded him. I'm not not thrilled. Anyways, back to the bands. Uh, Rage Against the Machine is above Tool and Nine Inch Nails. And see, I don't think their body of work is enough. I like them. I've always loved Rage, but I the body of work's not enough for me. Well, yeah, I agree with that one, but the, but I won't keep going back to like maybe to Nice Nails, okay? Because the fact a lot of these groups, yeah, they're fine, but like influ- and being influential wise, I mean, I, obviously Nice Nails or Reznor wasn't the first to do it because he got a lot of his chops from Gary Newman, right? Which is but part of why he, you love he, Gary Newman. But he um he himself influenced so much and. He really did. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there there wouldn't really be an industrial scene without you know, Gary Newman, him, and maybe what um, Al Jorgensen from Ministry. Ministry, yeah. And they should be hired for that reason alone, not like the four tops. I mean, obviously they're fine, but the four tops. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I I, I base my list on more things than just, just some some music, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. There's a there's some bands on this list from that area that era that i think should be higher i i think the monkeys should be higher like i think the monkeys are a pretty solid american rock band they're 71 and, and, and i'll be damned but i don't really think bon jovi should be higher than 51st oh no god don't 
No. I don't like him, but still. Oh, no. No, I don't even think he should be on there. <laughs> like, maybe that's just my hatred. Maybe I just hate him too much. But Oh, JBJ? No. No, no, no thanks at all to Bon Jovi. I just can't do it. Uh, Stone Temple Pilots. Now, how is Stone Temple Pilots, who was considered... Now, don't get me wrong. I They belong on this list. I would put them higher. But Stone Temple Pilots is over Rage, Nine Inch Nails, Tool... Um, where was... Uh, I feel like... At least, uh, well, Soundgarden's ahead of them, at least, but... I'm not sure if I, well, Soundgarden, yeah, I guess Soundgarden should be, but Stone Temple Pilots, definitely underrated. I'm glad they're on this list. I, I very much agree with that. And Weezer, even though people hate a lot of Weezer albums, I kind of like them all. So, except for the Black Album, don't like it that much. It grew on me a little, but I like seeing Weezer on here. The White Stripes, that's kind of surprising. Three dogs. I still don't know who Paul Revere is. I don't either. I think that's the only one on this list so far that I have no idea who that is. So if anyone's listening and our big Paul Revere fans, maybe you could uh, enlighten us about who the who the hell that is. I don't I don't have a clue who that is. Ario Speedwagon don't agree with that. Sixty sixth, uh, Three Dog Nights okay. I think they're I think they were underrated. I kind of like them on this list. Yeah, I enjoy them all right. As do I. Buffalo Springfield never really listened. Grand Funk Railroad didn't really. And the black listen. the black crows are trash. Yeah, I hate the black crows. If you have any, if you have any crow on the list, it's gonna be counting crows. Yeah, yeah, that, <laughs> and I don't see them. Maybe I've overlooked them, but I, I mean, they counting crows are a really underrated band. Like they're really good. I love that first album. Yeah, my wife really loves Counting Crows. She gets on big kicks, and she'll listen to I think Hard Candy. Like, she's really big on that album. She listens to it a lot. Uh, Neil Young and Crazy Horses on there. I'm not, like, I have a lot of respect for Neil Young. I'm not sure if they should be that high, but 62nd. I would put him more in the, like, 80s. But. Jen Jet's above, above Tool. So is Motley Crue. <laughs> Motley Crue is above Tool. <laughs> Uh, I, I I have a buddy who that's his favorite group. He's he's seen him like ten to twenty times, probably probably more now. It's like why? They've got a following. I mean, now they've got a new following thanks to the was it a Netflix movie or just a movie? I don't remember. Yeah, it, yeah well, it was a Netflix movie. Now, yeah, now I hear the dirt or something like that. Yeah, that's what it is. Now I hear all these girls that at work, like these twenty year old girls, like talking about Motley Crue, and I'm like, are you kidding me? Like Tool, could you go ahead and make a a Netflix movie? Let's let's get a let's get a Tool Netflix movie. That way, twenty year old girls can talk about Tool. Kansas, the Velvet Underground, the Mamas and Papas, Temptations, Chuck Berry. I agree a hundred percent with the Temptations and Chuck Berry. I think well, they Chuck, should be higher. Uh, Chuck Berry just on influential reasons. I think. Yeah, yeah. Chuck Berry influenced basically everyone in rock, so he should probably be higher than fifty fifth. I agree with you on the pumpkins. Disagree with you on Bon Jovi. Stevie Ray Vaughan never really listened to Stevie I mean, Ray Vaughan. You have. It's, you don't realize it. <laughs> it's it's that mediocre. It's it's always on the radio constantly. Great. I mean, that's just a few singles here and there. I'm, I'm not a big fan of the Roadhouse style of music. I'm not either. Not my thing. Uh, agreed with you, Allison Chain should be higher. 
one of the most underrated freaking rock bands ever, in my opinion. Blue Oyster Cult. Eh, I, I'm I'm neutral on that. Like, I, they're okay. They're they're definitely okay. It, it, it all comes down to, like, this is what we have. It, it's that's, that's it, true. It's sad. Yeah. All the other countries uh, have all the great bands. Even Ramstein. Um, that's a joke, but... <laughs> Now, if you went to metal bands, yeah, we got a ton of those, but yeah, this actually is rock, no. No. Sticks, Blondie, Talking Heads, I'm not going to argue with those very much. Cheap Trick, I won't argue with that a whole lot. Steely Dan. Steely Dan's like one of the worst things I've ever heard. <laughs> I also have another friend that loves Steely Dan. I can't stand them. I, I, it's like, it's the worst music, literally, that I've ever heard. I don't understand it. And the fact that Marching Band played their song constantly. Yes. <laughs> that tells be, you that you basically get a marching band and put a lead singer with them and, and you got Steely Dan. <laughs> not not my cup of tea by any means. The Birds, Simon and Carfunkel. Simon and Carfunkel. I said Carfunkel. Simon and Garfunkel. I'm not I'm not a fan of them either. I'm not either. I never listened to the Birds though. Or if I have, I didn't know it. So not going to agree with that if I've never listened to them. Because, you know, we, me and you are pushing 40. We should know any band that's relevant, honestly. Because we kind of grew up with it all. I mean, growing up in the 80s, you heard all the stuff from the 70s and 60s because it wasn't that old yet. Then in the 90s, you heard all the stuff from the late 70s and 80s. And, you know, my favorite band was Warrant at one time. Why aren't they on the list? Where's Warrant? That, that was the second tape I bought was Warrant. Which one? Uh, what's the one with the fat guy on the front of the dollars oh, yeah. on it? <laughs> yeah, I think that was her first album. I can't. Gr- filthy, greedy. Filthy, had, greedy something. It had Down Boys on it, and I like that song. Yeah, it was definitely Filthy, greedy. Did it, Skid, Skid Row was the third one. Never had a Skid Row album. I definitely had the Warren album. That was that right. was one of my, that might have been my first cassette, was Warren. I heard cassettes are coming back, too. I don't know if that's true. They actually, they kind of are like, I know when I, I go to look up vinyl stuff, the, the cassette community is getting up there too. Like with new stuff? Yeah, like uh, I know during um, record store days, they uh, um they released a new Prince tape. I know that much. Wow. Yeah. I'd be okay with that. I wouldn't mind jamming a few tapes. Bring just... So you have to fast forward, rewind, switch. Yeah, that's awful. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Even vinyl wasn't, you know, that rough to to listen to what you wanted to no. the doobie brothers the cars foreigner chicago there's chicago there's the uh, pearl jam before pearl jam became chicago 37th Soundgarden. The, i think yeah who the who was after chicago maybe man right after them right after chicago was foreigner yeah foreigner's better than chicago yeah i agree yeah chicago is a little too sappy sappy yeah I'm not sure if I agree with that at all, but I'm still I'm still upset about the Foo Fighters. If I was gonna rank, I maybe it's just me. I don't know. Foo Fighters to me have have had the kind of career, and honestly, they're they're the most relevant rock band left. Like I feel like that's gonna swing. Like I think rock band rock will pick back up at some point, but right now they're they're literally the most relevant rock band that are big. In my opinion, that's not a, that's not a novelty act. Like, of course, you know, Rolling Stones sell out shows, and 
but but to me that's all nostalgia. Like you you're banking you're you're working on five to six decades of fans. Of course you're going to sell out. You know you've been around since freaking Jesus. So <laughs> yeah, you're going to sell out arenas. No problem. Foo Fighters been around since the mid '90s and selling out the biggest arena in the world. So a little little hatred on their 33rd spot. I, I think they're too good. Their name is what sucks. I mean, it's, I I do think they should be probably up in the top at least 20 or something. Yeah, yeah at minimum. I wouldn't be as mad because I understand that my, my love for them is part of the reason I think they should be up near the top. So, I mean, I'm not unreasonable. But what about Alice Cooper? Does he freaking belong at 30? Like, holy cow. <laughs> I, I I don't agree with that. I do agree with Johnny Cash above him, though. I think Johnny Cash should be a little higher. But I think that I don't know, I don't think Johnny Cash should be on the list though, because of because of being country. He, he's still more leans on the countryside. You know what I mean, kind of. I'd say it, he's out. He's deserving of a, being on the top of a list, but not necessarily this. You could be right there. It even says, although primarily remembered as a country music artist. Hence why Michael Jackson's number 97. Yeah, Yeah, because, yeah, not very rockish. Now, see, I think the Grateful Dead are not that good, and they're up there. I don't like them either, so. I I just never thought they were that great. Coworker of mine would kill me for saying that, but I am happy to see the Ramones up there. Bruce Springsteen should be higher, honestly. But, yeah, but to me, it's like, if Ramones are that high, then what, I mean, if the Ramones are that high slash on the list, why is it Misfits on the list? (laughs) <laughs> that's just me yeah but. no I, I agree with you 100 percent on that because the misfits are better in my opinion so now, i understand it's punk rock but still rock yeah and and the misfits uh the catalog's probably close to the same i mean probably this about the same amount of albums yeah so it's not longevity or anything like that so yeah where's the misfits i, I would appreciate if they were on there uh now I'm creeping back towards the top. The Chili Peppers didn't really talk about them. They're in the top twenty. You you agree or disagree with that? Um, Chili Peppers were my favorite band back in the seventh grade. Well, actually, all middle school. Them and Smashing Pumpkins. I would always draw the I would always draw the logos on my papers, books, everything. And I go back and wonder why. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, they're obviously fine, but I don't know why I was so into them. Uh, I. I go back on their catalog and I honestly didn't really care that much for Californication or Stadium Arcadium. Like I wasn't big fans of those, but I was a big fan of By The Way. And then I was a big fan of the newest album, The Getaway. Like to me, The Getaway is their best album. That's an odd take, which will transition us into the next part of the conversation. But to me, that's just... It, it's a very strong album from from top to bottom and I've, I've heard them all but that's we'll transition out of like best american rock band i i got foo fighters if you had to name your number one who is it as far as it being the very top best american rock band of all time in neil's opinion i also want to i also want to put number three up here but i can't do that credence i love ccr man everybody, and everybody loves them but they're not they're not the most influential or nothing yeah, but who is on this list? Like we said, it's it's a weird list. Like there's so many great bands out of it because they're not from America. So 
I mean, if if CCR is the best one on it for you, then I mean, it, it is what it is. Foo Fighters <laughs> are the best one on it for me. I don't know uh, how I mean, many people would consider Foo Fighters one of the best bands of all time. CCR is a good time. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I can't do that. I can't put the number one. You can, though. It, it, it's Neil's opinion. You can do whatever you want. Who would be? If not CCR, who would it be? I also feel like maybe it's because I'm a grunge guy. Maybe I'd, I'd probably, I don't know, I just want to put Alice in Chains up there. I can't hate it. I, mean, <laughs> I, I love I, them, man. I love them too. My wife loves them, which works out well for me. We listen to a lot of Alice in Chains together, so don't hate it. So we'll see. Maybe, maybe as the years go by, it'll, it'll play out a little differently. But the doors definitely, I, I just don't see them as number one. Can't do it. Mm. But. Transitioning into the next topic, because I think that the Red Hot Chili Peppers album, The Getaway, is their their best work to me. It's just their, you know, for me, it's the best album. But I get really aggravated because everyone focuses on fucking singles or focuses on a a band's first album always being their best. And I, I could not possibly even disagree more with that rhetoric. Like, I, I I understand that there's a lot of people that are nostalgic. Like, you know, oh, Nevermind was, you know, the first album I listened to of Nirvana's. Smells Like Teen Spirit was what changed music for me. Like, I get that because Smells Like Teen Spirit changed music for me, too. I, I remember where I was when I saw it for the first time. But I took my um, Apple Festival money. Instead of using it for that, I bought the Nevermind tape. That that's a that's a very good use for it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, but yeah, I mean that's I remember those things, but to me first don't always mean best. You know? Like to me, just because it was their first album doesn't mean it was and that wasn't Nirvana's first album. That's not what I'm trying to say, but just trying to say people always relate that first album. Like if you talk to a Weezer fan, nine out of ten are gonna say they've never done anything as good as the blue album. Which is true in my opinion, but in some opinions, yeah, I get that. But, but to me, I feel like they have, like, I'm one of those weird guys, like their, their album, everything will be all right in the end is in my opinion, their best work. But I, I understand where people don't think that, but that, that leads me to singles people, like people that only listen to singles, like. When did people stop? Did, did people ever listen to full albums, or or has this always been a society where they just listen to the hits? I don't think uh, things like I don't really think so. I think um, probably since like you know, I'm just using this as, as an example. Since Napster days came up, I think it's where the, the world has went to. It's part because yeah, like back in our day, back in our day, we back, had back in to, our day, we had we had to buy the albums to listen to a song. Or buy the the actual legit single, or buy a, or buy a shitty soundtrack to listen to a song. Yeah, I bought the I bought the Conehead soundtrack just for the Chili Pepper song. It's just a lot of stuff like that. Yeah, I bought the the Crow soundtrack just for the that's amazing for but Dead yeah. Souls from Nine Inch Nails. I mean, I, specifically, and yeah, it is a good soundtrack. The whole thing was a good soundtrack. Hey, why was uh, what the hell was that? What was that Kill Cult band? What was their full name? Neil, the Thrill Kill Cult. I don't think they're American. They're not? Okay. Never mind. I wasn't going to put them in the top 100. It was going to be more of a joke, but uh, that's okay. Yeah, but but it's like people don't need to buy the whole albums. Therefore, 
it, when it's easily accessible just to go to Spotify and just load up your, the singles on the radio, you don't have to listen to the whole album, which is unfortunate. It is. And that's one of the things I bring up a lot to a lot of my younger buddies. It's like, you guys will, you guys never had the you know luxury or I guess he was the world was in a place where you had to, like, nothing to do. You're at the house and just a CD player and CDs to lay in your room and listen to listen to something on the CD player and look at the book, listen to the lyrics and read the lyrics as it plays. That doesn't happen anymore. No, and that and that was awesome. That's how you that's how you learn to belt every word out in the car. Like I I used to study the liner notes, yeah. you know, because I I wanted to know the words and now. You know, I, I think uh, there's a few mu- music services that have the words displayed as the song goes, but but most people are they're not going to stare at their phone and learn the words. And a lot of the like um, metal acts and industrial acts that, that I now know and love is because I looked at the back of the booklet. You know, thank you to these bands. I'm like, well, let's check out this band here. That's that's, that's that helped me. Because you saw bands that you recognized on their thank you list. Yeah. Yeah. It's like um. Like even like the I think the second corn album Ugh. is this it, it says thank you to I ain't saying that's how I got into him, but it's like thank you to Cold Chamber, thank you to Orgy. Oh yeah, I and, remember that. Yeah, and just like, well yeah, I'll check these guys out type of thing. Not say that's how I learned them, but I just give an example. Yeah. No, I, I remember that exact I remember that. Like on that album, them saying thank you to those specific bands and I think I I think I checked out Cold Chamber because of that. And I actually like Cold Chamber because I was into, you know, that new metal shit for a minute back in the day, but man, corn, they, do you still, do you like corn? They, they were my favorite band back in like the late, obviously during their, their height. It's the very first concert I've seen was corn helmet and lip biscuit. I was a hell of a show, but, um, Limp Bizkit does put on a good show as much as I hate to say that. This is before their first album even came out. Oh, um, wow. Yeah, because was, like, they opened up for Helmet and Corn, But uh, the, the Korn's last couple albums weren't bad, and they had a recent one come out that I haven't checked out yet. But yeah, I, st- I still like them all right. That's like, kind of like nostalgia reasons, yeah. nostalgia reasons, I think. See, I put on, uh, I think I put on their last album the other day in the car just because I was kind of out of ideas of what I wanted to listen to. And uh, I, I was not real into it. I turned it off pretty quickly, actually. So, sadly, uh, not a, not a corn fan anymore. But I wondered if they were still out there. I got I got a tattoo not that long ago, and that the guy that was working on my, you know, new tattoo, he was he was a big corn guy. So they're still out there, I guess. The thing is, I wouldn't be too upset by by having like um, you know, the first corn. Well, I guess it might be so their, their actual logo is the same, maybe. Yeah. Like right, right now, I have like a, I have the Slipknot goat tattoo, and I I can't I actually hate Slipknot now. Yeah. And I have a mushroom head tattoo. Yeah, it's cool, but I I hate them too. It's like at least the corn. I don't hate them. I wish I just got a corn tattoo. Yeah, it happens. I mean, that's <laughs> I th- I think that's why the only band tattoo that i have is a, a tool tattoo like i have a tool tattoo and i know that i'll never hate them like it's not possible i've i've loved them for you know 20 years more than yeah. more than 20 years 20 25 years i've loved tool for 25 years so there's no way i'm gonna hate them so since since, since um what probably seventh or eighth grade probably was, like thir- yeah. 13 12 12 or 13 years old yeah probably 13 i think 13 was when i really started digging 
music more than just casually. I remember getting my first Tool album off of the late great Matthew Rose. Ah. He got he, he got uh, he got me opiate through Columbia House. So nice, <laughs> Matt Rose. He is he is the late and the great. I I didn't know he was a Tool fan. Yeah, that that makes me happy. But but yeah, now people just listen to singles. You know, like Tool's new song. That it's not going to be on the radio. It's too long. It's like ten fucking minutes. That's <laughs> That's not happening, but you know, there's so much great music out there that, that we miss because not we, as in me and you, you and I listen to full albums. I know that. If but, I hear a song, I get as a guy, I like a song. I'll go ahead and just download the whole album on Spotify. Then check yeah. out the whole album. Yeah. Like I heard the, uh, you know, the, the single from the first highly suspect album. And I was like, instantly listened to the whole thing and instantly loved every single song on that album. Yeah. I, I like, I really love them. But their singer's a douche, man. He's a, that's a, I, know. I know he really, yeah, he is, and and he'll be, he'll probably be. I hate to say this, I don't mean this in a bad way, but he'll probably be that next rock casualty, you know. Yeah. But I don't know if they're big enough for the world to to pay a lot of attention yet. They were getting there. Well, like, Shannon Hoon was big enough during the grunge era. So that's never true. Know. That's true. That's another band that's underrated. Like Blind Melon made some good stuff. Well, the, yes, it's probably just another single band too that the people actually listen to their album. Yeah, I, I never personally did. All people heard was the B song, but you know my my wife will be the first to tell you that's the worst yeah, song I know they she made. She liked them. Yeah, she she loves them, and she she stands by the fact that the, that No Rain was the worst song that they ever done. <laughs> like, and that's not just because it was overplayed. Like, she truly thinks the rest of the songs on the albums are just so much better and. She's she's played you know some of it for me because I never got into them and they're good they they were kind of like a better version of the Black Crows in my opinion it's like them and Mud Honey it's like I never really listened to either one of them I didn't either I didn't listen to Mud Honey I didn't get into to any of the like pre grunge bands that were out doing the scene before it got popular I didn't didn't listen to that I I I have been like trying to get a couple of my friends like steer towards the actually getting into groups as far as actually listening to full albums recently and they don't want a part of it and it's like nobody nobody wants to listen to music it's like you're trying to twist their arms like it's you're taking time out of their day to just to put something on while they're driving <laughs> it's ridiculous it's like, it's like you should check this group out you'll like them nah man i'm too busy they don't actually say that but it's i get that vibe it's like fine yeah. i mean so why talk about music man that's all we do it's just yeah if, if you if if you're recommending something to me, I'm I'm probably checking it out unless you or, give me the heads up that it's I'm not that big in the metal. So yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't recommend you an industrial band or like or death metal stuff. That's I know better. It's right, just, but but you know if it's like straight up rock or something grungy or you know you you know if you recommend it, I'm I'm probably going to listen to it because I'm always trying to find what the next good band is to me, and it's uh. I find it harder than most people, I guess. There's not a lot of bands that I find them like, ooh, like Highly Suspect was one of the most recent ones that I got into. And I haven't listened to them for a while because you got two albums and they're not really, not really doing a lot, probably because the guy's passed out somewhere. But yeah. I stopped listening to them because I went to the, that show in Columbus. Oh, and... yeah. Yeah. They, he ruined it, didn't he? Yeah. So but he... he's all, he's all effed up and I don't want a part of it. Yeah. I'm over... No. We, uh, you and I have a, a ghost show to attend coming up in a couple months. 
yeah, pretty excited. That that should be entertaining. And that's another <laughs> band, you know. Another I, non-American. Nope, not American. So no no reason to put them on the list. But you know, I'm I'm a little nervous about that show because I like them. <clears throat> I don't love them. So I'm I'm hoping this is. I am excited about the theatricalness of the show, though. The two-hour show. <laughs> yeah, that's all it's slated to be. And the stage setup, you know, the the cathedral windows and the stage. Like, I'm excited about the show, and I hope I enjoy the music as much as I do the show. But I like them. I don't love them. I think it, curiosity is what made me buy those concert tickets. Like, how good of a show can that band put on? Because it looks like it'll be a good show. And that then. They're they are also one of the groups that they have a yeah they have like maybe three or four legit singles. I think their new new singles are trash, but um their first few albums are awesome. But people don't listen to their first few albums all the way through like they should. They, I, I, I did I uh, but I'm people don't bus. do it really. It, it's like oh square hammer durka durka you know seriously <laughs> durka durka I like I had that on square hammer durka durka durka. But yeah. They're, I don't know. I feel like they're missing out on that stuff. I guess I'm in the other camp. Like I, I, I started out whenever I, whenever I discover a band, like I, I start out with what they put out first. So with ghost, I did the same thing. I listened to the first album. Then I listened to the second, you know, so on and so forth. And, and honestly, just me must just be my musical taste. Like I wasn't feeling it until I heard, um, the album with Square Hammer and, and Cersei. Is it Cersei or Cirque? Cerise or Cerise? Cerise? I don't know. Yeah, something like that. Like, I, I wasn't feeling it until it got, till they progressed to that. So maybe that, that's, that's, just her, my that's style. their best album. I just give examples. Yeah. Yeah, their newest one is, is good, but it's, it's a little, uh, opera, opera ish, maybe. Well, I don't know. It's well, different. their single, uh, I can't even think, what do they seem called now? Their second single off the album. It's, Go, it's like Ghost super generic. Macabre. Or, or yeah. Dance Macabre, is that what it was? Yeah, it's super generic. It's like. Yeah, the lyrics are horrible too. Right, they're really, really bad. Real bad. But, yeah, I, I hope they I hope they leave that one out of the it, concert. It, it's, on their, it's, on, it's on their rotation of. Fantastic. Yeah. Great. Yeah, I, I could do without that one. But. <laughs> Oh well, but yeah, now uh, now I feel like going back up to uh, the studio that's in progress and painting and listening to. Give me something to listen to, Neil. Give me something I you know I haven't heard that I should listen to, Man, even if it's heavy. Even if it's heavy, I don't care. I, I, this this do me the favor to listen to the last Gary Newman album. Okay, it's okay. called Savage. It's called Savage. Okay, I'll do that. That's exactly it's one, my, it's, it's one of my favorite albums of all time, and I don't know. That's exactly what I'll listen to. Then I'm gonna grab oh, my yeah. paint roller, listen to Gary Newman, and uh, it's give it up, give it up. It's do me the favor to listen to it all the way through. Honest to God, if you if you like it, and, and and you say that it it influenced the industrial age to some extent, I'm probably gonna like it. So I I just don't think I ever thought to listen to his music, like Cars. You're like yeah. It's just, I like that first album, but, but yeah, it's like it's not what you expect. It's like it's more Reznor like now. Yeah, okay. He influenced Reznor, then Reznor influenced him to get back into his roots. So. Nice. Well, now I'm excited. So that's what I'm going to do. So Neil, thanks for yeah. coming on again. 
I, I feel like this show is going to be mostly centered around you and I at some point. So, uh, I, I'm not going to do it without a second person. So sometimes it'll be people from YouTube or other podcasts. And when not, whenever I think music, I think, uh, yep, need, need to get Neil. Neil, yeah. Neil is music to me. There's not many people you talk. can. Yeah, me too. Cause there's not many people that like to talk about music. Like you said, no, like I love talking about music. I could do it all day, like all day. Most people just want to talk about that new Katy Perry single and get on with their life. <laughs> no doubt. All right. Well, thanks, Neil. I'm off. Yeah, thanks for waking up and joining me. I hope to see you soon for the other one. But, yeah, tech, I'll text you when I'm done with Gary Newman. <laughs> okay, buddy. Peace out. Thanks for listening, guys. Yeah. We'll see you next time. Yeah.